Hello, everyone. Welcome to Jewess, the Blonde Edition, Season 3, Episode 57. My name is Jen, and I've changed cities, everyone. I'll tell you in a moment. And we also have... Hi, I'm Derica, and I am married and very harried, and I've also changed cities. <laughs> oh my gosh. First of all, Derica, welcome back to the show. We missed you, Thank you. so much. I swear you were in the witness protection program, and I wouldn't tell a lot of people, but our listeners were very curious to know why you were in the witness protection program. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, yeah, I wanted to just disappear, you know, Corona, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been a crazy couple months, and I'm back and feeling good and no health issues, guys. I don't want to make it seem like I had a health issue. So I'm no, fine. <laughs> she literally just witnessed a capital crime and had to disappear. No, just joking, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Jerrica, tell everybody where you are. Um, I am in Flor Florida, or as I call it, Florida. Or Florida. Florida. I'm, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. This is a big <laughs> debate that I have with Phil. <laughs> I call it Florida, Florida, or Florida. But like I was told slow it's Florida. Slow, slow, yeah. Yeah. I, I was told it's Florida. Yeah. No, I, I hear that. So basically, Florida is like another country. Florida is like another country. It's like, I think people think of like, what's the opposite of New York? And for some reason, that's Florida. But it's so opposite yeah. that it's the same. So like, oh, I think that it's like when you go so when you go so different, it becomes the same. That is, that is my theory. It, it's or, not a 180, oh. it's a 360, and then you come back around again. That just blew my mind, Erica. Wow. It's, it's a Monday. We're recording on a Monday, and my brain hasn't wrapped around that yet, but I'll get there. Yeah. I'll yeah. get there. <laughs> yes. I am in I'm Florida. I am living right now in a furnished temporary apartment on the marina at oh, the Yacht nice. Club. It sounds so fancy, but it's really not. And there's iguanas everywhere and these <gasps> lizards. Well, I've been wanting a pet for a while, Derica. Do you think you could capture one for me? Hell no. But uh, <laughs> Sammy, Sammy and Goldie, well, more than Sammy, he tries to like attack them. He wants to to get the lizards. So there's like these little small lizards. Oh, the, I was going to say um, not the big ones, right? Because like that would terrify me. Yeah, I haven't. So I'll, I'll tell you, we were at the pool on, on a Shabbat a couple weeks ago. My, Phil and I, listeners, that's my husband. And um we were laying at the, the pool and all of a sudden this huge iguana just showed up at, on the pool deck and everyone was taking photos. The thing was like six feet long. Oh my God. It was massive. Um, and people thought it was our pet for some reason. <laughs> why did it, it was, think it was, it was your pet? <laughs> I was like, why would we have a, oh, is that ours? And they were like, oh, it's your pet? Because it was like hanging out by us. And wow. I was like, get it away from me. <laughs> Near me. Oh my gosh. But that's yeah. Scary encounter. You got to watch out in Florida. Like, if you sit on the toilet, something could come through the <laughs> Don't even, don't even say that. Don't oh, even, sorry. I'm like, I'm totally, sorry. I'm totally paranoid about alligators. I have a major alligator phobia. Yeah. Um, I've learned to accept my iguana phobia. Okay. Because they seem pretty docile and apparently they're vegetarians. Yeah, um, yeah, they are. They are. Actually, I had one when I was a kid. Did I ever tell you that? You had an iguana? Yes, but the sad story is it only lived for like a week and a half because- Why? Pet, I know, because the pet store that I got it from 
um, they sold it when it was too young and small. And I was like a kid. So I was like, oh, give me the tiniest one. It's going to be so cute. And no, that one was not ready to be distributed Aww. to a new house. So, and do you know what its name was, though? This is the worst part. The, the name was, was Lucky. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, I know. Poor iguana. I know. Anyway, it's really sad. Um, Derica, I mentioned yes. that I'm in a new city. I was going to say, so you are now in a new city. Where are you, Jennifer? I'm in the city of sisterly love and brotherly love. <laughs> <laughs> You're AKA, so politically correct. I know. AKA Philadelphia, where the Liberty Bell is, everyone. Um, I don't know why I moved here. I just did. Everybody asked me, why did you move to Philly? Um, yeah, my mom was asking me. And I was oh, like, she, I don't know. <laughs> your mom said, I love it. My mom is always asking about you. She's like, how's the blonde girl? <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> She's always asking. I said, I don't know. I don't know why she moved to Philadelphia. Like, does she have a boyfriend there? So, do you have a boyfriend there? Um, TBD, you know, you, you never know. TBD, okay, okay, TBD. okay. This is literally my first week here, um, so I have a lot of I have a lot of exploring and living up to do. I see. And how do you like it? How are you settling in? I saw your new place on Zoom. It looks fabulous. <gasps> Thank you. Oh my gosh, you get so much more square footage for your money in Philadelphia versus the Upper West Side. So it's crazy. Like I was telling listeners, I was telling Derica before the call today, I just don't know what to do with all of this space because yeah. I'm so not used to having it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not used to having the space. So now I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I have to get more decorations or more shelves or it's like a never ending yeah. process. The, the whole, um, apartment. I feel you on this furniture thing. We are getting a much bigger place and I had to buy like a big couch and I don't know how to go about buying it. I'm used to buying either. like apartment size furniture. Yeah. I, I like, I don't know how to buy big things. Well, your couch was pretty big though. It was, but it was, you know, they broke the couch though in the move. That's terrible. I know that couch, many people have slept on that couch. Right. That couch. Which, which uh, by the way, <laughs> as soon as Derica said that, I was like, no, I'm good. I don't need to sleep on that couch anymore. <laughs> as soon as she said that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I love that couch. And then she's like, oh, yeah, so many people have slept on that. <laughs> now, Jen, to my defense, they slept in the sleeper sofa. Okay. Which was cleaned always. So, well, yeah, I know. You know me. But well, yeah, I know. A lot, I know. Of, a lot of people have slept on that couch. Um, yeah. Well, I'm, not sure if, I'm not sure if their cleanliness is up to my standards. Well, well, now, now with Corona, I don't think anyone's cleanliness is up to your standards. Um, probably not. Probably. No, I know. I know it's not. <laughs> Derek like, and I were. What? With, with, with soap, hot water. Yeah. Sanitize after. Did you sing are happy you wearing, birthday? Are you, are, you, are you wearing two masks? Are you doing a plastic bag over your head? First of all, Derica, <laughs> you made fun of me like way back when I came to New York, when I was when I had like escaped to Vermont, then had come back to New York. Yeah. Back at my apartment. You were like, Jen, are you wearing two masks right now? <laughs> I said, yes, I am. I, I did make fun of you. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. And sure enough, I was sure ahead enough. of this. I was ahead of the CDC. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Dr. Fauci should have consulted with you. 
You um, could have been running the CDC. You could have been like, guys, I got this figured out. Yeah, you know, I, I could have. Sanitizer for everyone. <laughs> I could have had a... <laughs> two masks, maybe maybe three to four, ideally. Yes. I mean, if you the, the more you can't breathe, the better. Yes. That's how I if you're about to pass out from, from non-air, from no air, <laughs> that's good. No, I could probably like talk to Dr. Fauci and say, Dr. Fauci, for years I've been observing X, Y, and Z. So this is how I think you should address it. <laughs> Exactly. You could be like, yeah, this is this is what I've been doing. And at the height of the pandemic, I was judging my mask based on how I like breathe. Yeah. Through it. If I like people would be like, oh, this mask is really breathable. I'd be like, well, no, I don't want to be able to breathe. <laughs> I know it makes you suspicious, like it's too good to be true. Cause sometimes I'll put a mask on and feel, oh, it's really comfortable. And I oh get, I'm getting so much air. And then I was like, wait, something must be wrong here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, I don't want to breathe. I want to feel constricted. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and you know, so Derica and I were talking about like comfort levels with thing and, uh, and you know, here's the thing, Florida is a completely different country. And it is. the Fabulous. Florida culture is so different from the Northeast culture that it's like night and day. And I'm not used to it yet. I'm not used to the freedom. I think and the longer my friends have been in Florida, the more they adapt to it. So they're all like, oh, Corona, what? Like, cause nobody's wearing a mask there. So I no ones, well, you know, so people, so people were actually wearing masks and in, well, in like the targets and, you know, in the, the big stores, you have to wear a mask. Yeah. As of last week, I think DeSantis lift, lifted it. Um, really? Like they can go off, indoors without a mask and not. I think he oh lifted gosh. that, that oh. local governments can't enforce mask Mandate. enforcement. Even mask yeah. Mandate, but like, yeah. that doesn't mean that people like. I still think it says at Target, you like maybe the Target policy is right. More. Like it's a private company and they can, yeah. Right, but like the the city of the city and the state's no longer enforcing mass compliance, so it's up to the <sighs> private businesses to do what they want. Which honestly, I'm fine with. Um, it, I don't think the I don't know. I I I've got COVID. I wore my mask, so I yeah. you know I don't know. I'm a little bit skeptical. I Aderica. do think that if. The type of mask think, makes a difference. What? The type of mask. I, makes... I agree the type of mask makes a difference. <laughs> and I think that we're not all nurses. Like we're not all doctors and nurses trained on proper PPE. Mm-hmm. And how many people like wash their hands and sanitize before they put their mask on? How many people yeah. make sure that it's a brand new mask, right? Yeah. Every time they put it on. So I just think there's so many factors that are impacting true mask effectiveness now. Yeah, that it's not like we're not doctors and nurses. And even my cousin, who's a nurse, there's like roles in the she's just telling me there's roles in the hospital where there's auditors going around checking people's PPE compliance. Oh, wow. Like, you know, it's like a whole thing. Like, it's not just put on a mask. There's a lot to it. Yeah. But I don't think we're doing all that. You're probably right, Derica. And for the listeners out there, I don't want Derica to paint a picture that I'm completely paranoid. Um, I'm just cautious. I'm, I'm a Virgo and I'm cautious. I do live my life. I do travel safely. I do meet up with people outside. You know, I still live my life. I'm just a little cautious. (laughs) Listen, I was very cautious. I still am cautious. And I started to kind of loosen my guard in the building, in my building here. When I go walk out the dog, Mm -hmm. stop wearing a mask. Yeah. Cause you're going outside. Yeah. And there's no one around. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That's where like, I've started to live on the edge, I guess. Ooh, what a rebel. I know. I know. I'm I'm like, there's no one around and I'm not wearing a mask. Like, wow. 
Jerrica used to um, be into bad boys and now she's into no yeah, masks. Yeah, such bad boys. No masks. I know. No masks like outside. I'm such a rebel. I was like, how you identify the rebels? Oh, hey, you, you're not wearing your mask. Yeah. Well, now I now it's like a good way to like um to detect, especially in Florida, like who's paranoid and who's not. Like when yeah. I see someone walking around outside with an N95 with like not within like a hundred feet of somebody. I'm like, oh, okay. They're pretty paranoid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to, don't want to go near them. They're going to have a heart attack. Oh my goodness. Um, Yeah. So uh, it's a, it's a different country. It's a different country down here. And so far I'm getting used to it. (laughs) Well, that's good. Um, And before, before we move on to our first topic, I just wanted to have a shout out to Shelly and, um, my other episode, our other co-host, and say, hey, Shelly, we love you. And I just wanted to mention our episode with the amazing dating coach, um, Deborah Kegel. She was awesome. And it was our last episode. So please check it out if you hadn't had the opportunity. She literally charges money for these services. So guess what, listeners, you're getting this advice for free. So definitely check it out. Okay, I'm done plugging. Okay, let's move on. Love it. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Okay, Derica, do you want to announce the first topic? topic? Oh, do you want me to announce it? Sure, because I okay. forgot what it was already. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm such a bad co-host. <laughs> it's okay. Derica's just getting back into the saddle. It's fine. Um, yeah, it's okay. fine. The first topic is mask etiquette. Are they checking you out? Hmm. Okay, Derica. So I know you're a married lady, but yeah, I'm sure you've experienced this regardless especially when you're not with Phil, but you know, it's like, there's like the obvious, like you're in public and somebody and before COVID was checking you out and you could see their facial expressions, you know, like their whole face, like their mouth, their eyes, everything. And so it was easier to tell if someone was maybe checking you out. Now you're kind of like playing the game of well, they're looking at me. Does that mean I'm wearing my mask weird? Or is that like, are they into me? I can't quite tell. So there, I, Derica, you know me, I did my Google research and yeah. I found an article, a couple of articles actually. And one was from B Latina and I'm not Latina, but they had a very, okay. very good um, article called flirting in times of COVID or how okay. the gaze goes back to center stage. So Essentially, it's so interesting because it's talking about, and this is so true, how the mask adds this element of mystery and the unknown. So it's kind of like it makes people extra mysterious. So it's almost like maybe someone Mm. that you wouldn't check out before you're checking out more now because you can't see their full face. So you're like, oh, I want to know, is this person like hot or not, hot or not, hot or not? (laughs) Yes, I know. It's like, what kind of nose you got underneath that thing? What does your mouth look like? I know it could make a huge difference, but it's, it's interesting. And then it has this in the article, it says that, you know, like you should, if you are interested, you should make eye contact, but don't stare because that's creepy. Don't, don't stare, but then see if they reciprocate the eye contact. And that's how you effectively, I guess, flirt with a mascot. <laughs> I don't know. This is, Always so interesting, Jen. I say move to Florida and then you don't have a problem. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Because um, <laughs> no one's wearing a mask. Well, some people are, depending. Um, 
I don't even know. I just think that the whole like, it's so easy. You know, it's actually, it's, it's sad and funny. So there was a shooting at the Aventura Mall um, on, on, on Shabbos on Saturday. And they don't, they're like still looking for the suspect because they, they can't identify him because he was wearing a mask. Oh, see, oh yeah, that's, yeah. That's what I heard. So it's kind yeah. of like, this thing is like crazy. And, and in New York at the height of COVID when people were really supposed to wear masks and they weren't and they were committing crimes, I was like, this is the time to wear a mask, people. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going yes. to go rob a bodega, put a mask on. Like no one's going to know who you are. And at least in Florida, like, the, like they're like, okay, we're smart enough now to have the mask on. We're yeah, go shoot someone. Be, um, be a smart I, criminal. Don't don't be on the that TV show of dumb criminals. Although that is very entertaining. <laughs> I have to know what that show is, but um. Oh my gosh! So I don't know. <laughs> I, so I, I think that like this whole, you know, I think you need to see people's faces again. I, you know, I I'm always I know. smiling at people, and no one knows what I'm doing underneath the mask. Yeah, like I'm always like. Like sometimes I don't say hi, I smile, and then I realize no one knows what I'm doing. And well, I that's just, the I, thing because it's how do you reciprocate that? Like it's really kind of it's like fine tuning your skills and reading other humans' emotions and facial expressions with the limited mm-hmm. amount of space that you have to evaluate. I mean, and, and there's a yeah. few articles on this. There's another one that I pulled up called "Flirting in the Age of Coronavirus." Um, on a website called Flirtology, which I didn't know about. Wow. Um, I know. And it's basically giving you instructions like, you know, the amount of time that you hold a gaze for, you know, shows the amount of interest that you have. Um, If you do it like really quickly, they might miss it. So it's like literally like step-by-step how you go about making eye contact and a connection with someone and then it's like oh but then stand closer but within the six feet you know like or without outside of the six feet basically <laughs> oh my gosh I just tell you I went to a like a Shavuot barbecue thing oh on- Shavuot for our listeners out there is um oh wait it should no it was Logba Omer Derica. Lagba Omer. Oh my gosh. I forgot what holiday it was. This is how out of it I am. Lagba Omer. And there was a barbecue. Yeah. It's basically like it was, the Israeli was... holiday for barbecues. <laughs> yeah. And oh my gosh, the Chabad made the best steak. <laughs> oh my gosh. Steak. I could go for I wanted, steak. this was the best steak I've had. It was delicious. I don't know what they did to it. Ugh. Um, but everyone was totally like, there was no mask. Everyone was socializing. But I figured, you know, there was so much um, smoke in the air. It had to kill the coronavirus. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely, Derica. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And it was outdoors, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> the holiday that Derica was referencing, Shavuot or Shavuos in the Yiddish translation of it, is a holiday that's coming up actually next week. And it's literally when we received the 10 commandments from Moses. So it's, it's actually yeah. a big deal, but for whatever reason, they like need to hype it up a little bit more. Um, I know it's like when we got the, the Torah. Yeah, the Torah. The Torah, when we got the Torah. Yeah. yeah. I have to say, I'm like a very Yiddish, the Torah. Torah, yes. So, um, the Torah, like we stood on Mount Sinai and it's a very romantic holiday. It is, it is. And that's when we eat cheesecake because it was, before we received the rules on the kosher laws. So we, 
so traditionally we eat a lot of dairy foods, which is so sad for people that are lactose intolerant, which is, a which lot is like of all Jews, a lot of the Ashkenazi <laughs> Jewish population. Yes. Um, but for those of us that can eat it, it's great. <laughs> I'm not lactose intolerant, but after that much cheesecake, my stomach is not happy with me. Oh, I know. Oh, I made a delicious, um, cheesecake last year and I actually made it out of Greek yogurt. So Ooh, it was really that good. good. I know it was so good. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's, that's the other holiday that's coming up, but yeah, you know, Derica, just closing out this topic, I'll keep you posted on what it's like in Philadelphia. Um, yeah. you know, people are definitely wearing their masks like everybody is. So it's more of the okay. culture here. Um, so I have less opportunity, I guess, to see what's behind the mask. <laughs> um, <laughs> But um, I guess, you know what, it, it's kind of like a, like a mystery game. So maybe it'll be fun. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Let, it's, it's interesting. I mean, now you're, 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 you're getting back into the swing of things, Jen. Yeah. You're, you've left Vermont with the, you know, two populations of people. Now I left one person there. Yeah. So now there's one person in Vermont. So, you know, I'm excited to see you go out and, and uh, live your life a little bit. Erica, we'll, well, you know, we'll have some more content for the podcast. So really it's not for me, it's for the show. Just want to let you know right. that we I need sacrifice. More content. Yeah, I yeah. sacrifice for the show. Yeah. So you're welcome. Um, I hear you. Erica, let's move on to the next topic. Okay, what, what, what is it? Derica, what did we land list? on, Jen? Oh, I thought I sent you. Let me look. Derica, come on. Well, we were talking about it. I, I know, you're right. Okay, okay, okay. On. <laughs> Were we uh, talking about? Well, we just okay. Is so, this so you? This was a topic you wanted to bring up. Oh, this was my topic. Okay, yes, so I this was to your talk topic. About... <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry, listeners. Um, okay, so I wanted to talk about when are when do you actually have plans with somebody? I haven't been in the dating world in a while, mm-hmm. but I've been in the world of making plans. Yes. And let's say, Jen, you and I have plans yes. for like Thursday night. Okay. Oh, that would be so fun. I would love to see you. <laughs> I know. But let's say I'm like, hey, Jen, I'll see you on Thursday. You know, call me on Thursday after okay. your yoga class or something. Okay. Yes. And you don't call me. Oh, that's not nice. Am I upset? You should like, be. Am I, am I like, Jen, should I be? I think uh, so. Am I like, am I like, oh, you stood me up? Kind but of. But we didn't have like definite plans. Right. Cause I see a pattern where this happens a lot in dating Yeah, where it's like the guy will say, Oh, um, you know, I'll call you Wednesday night. They don't call. And then they call a couple days later. So basically you're saying they say that they will call you Wednesday night in order to go out that very night. Or like, yeah, like a couple, right. And then they'll call back and then they'll call come days later. They want to go out that night. But right. like the original conversation was we'll go out two nights ago, but they never called. And they never called and there was no explanation. Like there was yeah. no like, so oh, hey, I, my phone fell in the river or something. Right. So I look at it as like life gets busy. Maybe they have no, an explanation. Derica, Work. No. They have an explanation. They always have an explanation. Work, no. blah, 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 blah. I mean, there's always an explanation of why someone didn't call. But I think- you know, I, is this like anti the dating coach? What would, what, what, what would you say, Jen, in this situation? Okay. So the date, this, this is happens. why I love the dating coach because her philosophy is very like straight into the point. 
I mean, it really depends on what your priorities are. It, there could be definitely no ill will or ill intent, but if someone is really not relationship minded and is more like hookup minded, then may, maybe they'll say something like that. Like, hey, I'll give you a call. But for someone that's really into someone else, like a guy that's really interested in a girl, he will make a set plan because he wants to make sure she's available. If he kind of just leaves mm. it up in the air and like something else comes up, he has no claim to that amount of time, you know, because he said, I'll call you like Wednesday, see what you're up to. I mean, no, that what if she gets invited to something else? Like if I get invited to something with a definite time and place, I will always take that over the ambiguous time frame that might be given to me initially. Interesting. So yeah, I think that's fine. I think you can you can always accept definite plans. So in that scenario, let's say someone said, I'll call you Wednesday, but he never set up like a date and time or a place or what what you yeah. were doing. Yeah. Would you make plans with somebody else if they called for Wednesday night with definite you know, in the past, in the past, I wouldn't because I would, I would kind of hold out hope that this other person would come through. And a lot of times they didn't. Uh -huh. So now I would. Now I would essentially not bank on anything. If you say you're going to, like, I don't, I, I'm not going to play the games where it's like, oh, let's maybe get together on this night, depending on what I want to do. No, I'm sorry. I don't have time for that. I don't have you know, the space yeah. of my life for that. So that's me personally. I hear you. Hold on. I have to sneeze. Hold on. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's allergies, All right. right? Okay. All right. Yes. I, I was able to, to suck it back. Um, okay. So, uh, okay. I think I've had this epiphany and I'm not sure if it's a real epiphany or not, oh, okay. but I think that all guys are kind of like very uncommittal, very uh -huh. wishy-washy until yeah. they until they meet the right one and mm -hmm. they know like it's the right one. Right, right. And so that's my theory is that this guy, like if, if a guy does this, he could be a good guy and you could get married to him. It's just that maybe the, you know, he had some other commitments and until he knows that he needs to make you a priority, yeah. until there's something compelling Yes. That he knows he needs to make you a priority. He's like not going to be great. I don't know. That's my theory. I don't know if it's a good one or not. I've also noticed like, you know, I have a couple single friends down here and my girlfriends will have great dates with someone and then the guy never calls. Like they'll like text yeah. for a little bit and then that's it. Mm -hmm. And it like dies. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how could you have such a great date? Be texting right. back and forth the next day or two and then poof. I know it is. Like, it's it's just, so confusing. Like, like just poof. Yeah. Poof. Poof. It's like, like magic. Poof. poof. It's like poof. poof. I don't Puff understand. That's the magic dragon. <laughs> like I, I don't get it. I, 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 maybe my theory is everyone has so much baggage that maybe like an ex came back in the picture. I mean, honestly, there could be so many variables. I think it really has to do with different priorities and different commitment levels, because there's plenty of times that you could meet someone and have a wonderful time with them. And then either you or the other person realize that you have a different agenda and then it's yeah. kind of like, okay, well we need to, you know, it's not like we didn't have fun, but we realized that this person wants to do X and I want to do Y. So I think it has to do with that. And the other thing too, I was thinking if someone is kind of ambiguous 
about the time frame that they're going to call you and maybe go out with you. I think they're doing it on purpose. Like, of course, there's like, oh, I'm an ER doctor and I'm on call and there might be an emergency surgery. I get that. That totally makes right. sense. But if it's, you know, someone with a regular nine to five and they're kind of being ambiguous and not really giving you a concrete time frame when maybe they like have tennis at two o'clock on Sundays every Sunday, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, okay, well, you have, you know, time right. for that. Um, I think. I think there's a reason why they're being ambiguous. There might be weighing what their other options are. They're seeing if they're really into you. They might be talking to several other people and they want to see where that goes. And so that's kind of why I personally don't entertain the idea of if you are not going to ask me for a specific time, day, and place, that, that's it. I'm not, I'm not interested because I'm in the point in my life where I don't want to waste time going on like a million yeah. dates with people. And it's like, it's, you know, there, there was a point in life where that was fine and it was fun, but right. then I think especially during the whole quarantine period, it's kind of like, all right, well, I don't really, I don't have the desire to go on a first date with someone and get drinks with someone where I like, I know within the first five minutes that we don't have the same agenda. So I think that it's almost like dating is like the job interview, right? And you yeah. don't know like what job you're going to get, what job you're going to want, what job is going to pay you the best, <laughs> what job you're going to be happier the with. The best benefits, right? yeah. Right. The vacation, the benefits. how much vacation time is in there. Right, exactly. So when you're dating, I think that like maybe it's okay not to be serious and not to be ambiguous because you kind of want to keep all your balls in the air until you yeah. know which one... I don't know. Maybe I'm like, maybe this newfound Florida freedom has gone to my head. Um, could be the extra humidity. <laughs> the extra humidity has definitely gone to my hair. Um, <laughs> that will definitely affect your brain when your hair. Yeah. My hair is definitely frizzy and I think it's affecting my brain. Okay. Um, so I, I don't know. I just think keep the balls in the air, you know, like be ambiguous. And then once you're serious, like once you get to know someone and you feel like it's a real potential, it's a real something, then you should get more serious by like, yeah, fifth or six, like fifth or sixth date. Right. I mean, you know, listen, it's, it's kind of like, there's no hard and fast rule and everybody has different experiences. And I can't say that you're wrong and I can't say that I'm right. Although I like to say right, right because I'm a Virgo. Um, right. I think that it really is about intention. And, you know, I think that there are just some people that you can tell right away or after talking with it a little bit, you can figure out that they're really not wanting the same things in life that you are. So right. it's not about making something like serious all of a sudden, but it's about being in a place where if you do have a connection, you could potentially move forward with that because you have the same goals and values. Maybe you have the same goals and values. It's just you're not compatible. Yeah. And the no, guy knows happens it right a lot. away. Yeah. So he's like, why am I wasting my time? Yeah. That happens. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. This is my my newfound Florida freedom thoughts. I don't know. Maybe, oh maybe it's good thing I'm good, good thing I'm not single down here. I have to tell you, this is a tough town to be single in. Oh my gosh. I, I thought New York was tough. Oh my lord. What you know, makes it surgery? surgery running around around here oh right it's like it is like insane it's like, like keeping up with the joneses but keeping up with the janes like <laughs> it's yeah it's like keeping up with i don't know like hot latino women everywhere i don't know it's like that's a hard act to follow let me tell you 
<laughs> I, I don't, have, like, I don't know if I tan, like I burn before I tan, you know, I, I don't know how I would do. I know <laughs> everyone's tan with like long blonde or brown hair, which I do have long blonde hair. Yes. But yes, I, I, so that I can, and by the way, I need to get my hair done and turn it brown again. But, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's very tough. I was, I was out to dinner when we first moved down here, we were at, um, this restaurant and we were overhearing a first date. Oh gosh. And oh, I love it that. It was awful. Oh, <gasps> really? I wanted to vomit. The girl was like, the, all the, all he was talking about was how like fit she was. Oh. And they, mm. they were just talking about all the work they had done. Like that's what all she Wait, wait, wait. You mean like was. plastic surgery work? Yeah. Really? She's like, oh, I can tell you like really take care of yourself. And oh my like, gosh. She's like, yeah, I've had Botox, I've done this, I've done that. Said, blah, blah, blah. Was this a first date? That must have been a first yeah. date. Yeah, it was totally a first date. And you could just tell. And she was not Jewish, and he was Jewish, and they were at a kosher restaurant. And <laughs> How do you know? Was, was, like, was she like, where's the pork rinds? No, because she was like, he was like, oh, yeah, this is, um, he was explaining like basic Judaism to her. Oh, it was like Hebrew school in a restaurant. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you can convert. Like I was hearing that. Oh gosh. Oh, okay. And, uh, Don't even get me started on that topic. We talked about this before. I was like, oh dear God. I was like, this is, Phil had no idea what was going on. I was totally in my own world listening to this conversation. He probably <laughs> thought I was just really mad at him or something. <laughs> I love it. The but amount yeah. of entertainment that you can get out of like going out to these dinners. You don't even have oh to talk gosh. to each other. You just sit there and listen to the other couples. Yeah, it was, it was oh, amazing. I miss that. I miss that, Derica. I miss hearing other people's conversations. <laughs> I know. All, all, you, like, it was creepy. All he was talking about was like her body. See, that's, and like, yeah. like how much work. He's like, yeah, I can tell like your hair. Like it was almost like he oh, was. Like, like he was like, assessing it. Like as a yeah or something and she was loving it though she was like eating it up was he a plastic she, surgeon do you think you would think I don't think so huh. I mean you would think about the about the interest in it I don't know huh interesting but well, uh yeah that's awesome well yeah. um I wish I wish them both both the best um, yes I hope she converts well <laughs> she might not want to <laughs> She might, I, I hope that that relationship doesn't go very far. So what is our last topic? Is it a? Oh, oh not yet. One, one more thing really quickly. I just wanted to tag onto that. So the, the second to last topic is new policy, ixnay on the million first dates. Why waste time? And we kind of alluded to this before, but I just wanted to open it up a little bit more and talk about it. Um, okay. Derica, as you know, everybody has become a new person after quarantine and during right. quarantine. Uh, I mean, and we're, um, we're, in new, we're in new states, Jen. We're in new states, so. new countries, new cities, yeah. you know, all of that. And I think a you know, a lot of people's priorities have changed. And I've talked with Shelly on previous episodes. And we also talked about this in the last episode with the dating coach, Devorah Kegel, about a lot of people getting married. And she even said that she has never seen this many of her clients get married at, at once, basically. And it's really, really interesting. But so I think priorities have changed. Where I'm at with this, Derica, is that kind of like what I said before, 
is I think people, you know, especially the Upper West Side, it was such like a social scene that it, yeah, I was like, oh, let's go out for drinks. Let's do this, you know, and it, people kind of took dating a little bit more casually because they were all dating yeah. each other. It was like this whole like incestuous, like, oh, you're dating him. I'm dating him. <laughs> right. I know. It was like, I know so many, like, I've heard so many stories of like, yeah, it, it was incestuous. Or like, hey, do you mind swapping weekends with me? Because I want him this. <laughs> Oh my terrible. God, Derica, that, that reminds me, I was watching some new sister wives, but. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, we can't, we can't get into that. That's too crazy. Okay. But our next episode we have to, cause we have to talk about sister wives. Okay. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, <laughs> so my, my policy is, I think it's just kind of like what we were saying before about, and listen, this is all about what you want and what your goals are each person has an individual set of goals and timeframes for things. But yeah, I think it's just exhausting to, to even like think about going out on a million dates just makes me so tired. <laughs> like I, I can make you. my own drinks. I have my own at home bar in my nice new apartment. I can make my own cocktails. I don't need, you know, somebody to go buy me a drink. I, I think will... after quarantine, people would want to be going out. Well, I want going on a million dates. Like you haven't seen anybody. I know it's it's weird. It's, it's almost like, like, what is it? The opposite, what you were just saying, like the 360. It's almost like, well, I haven't been out in forever. So like, I'm just going to stay home. (laughs) It's like, it's almost like, okay. So you've been home so long. You don't want to go out anymore. Well, so it's like, it's like, it's like, it's now it's, it's basically, it's the same again. So it's not a 360. It's not a 180. It's a 360. Yeah. It's a 360. I see. Yeah. So now you just want to. No, stay I don't, home. I, I don't want to stay home per se, but I don't think I have the same mentality as obviously because of COVID and everything it's different, but I just think that I kind of had my stint for a while of doing the casual, you know, experience Yeah, and, and, and you know, saying, oh, okay, I'll go out with this person. I'll go out with that person. And, and it was fine, but there was so many times where I, if I had just had like an initial five minute conversation with him on the phone, I would have realized, yeah. I, you know, I don't need to get all dressed up and get an Uber and, you know, go, go there and do the whole thing, you know? So. Interesting. I hear you. So you have no patience anymore. You just only want to go on dates that are meaningful. Well, it's just like, I want to go on dates with people I know I'm going to have a connection with like on the intellectual and emotional. But you don't know you have a connection unless you go on the date. No, no, you're right. You're right. But that's where it's kind of like just having the understanding of generally what direction in life they want to go in. That's helpful. I think they, maybe they want a relationship. They just don't want one with you. Well, how rude. (laughs) And that's, that's what the date is for. (laughs) To determine if they want a relationship with you. Well, First of all, you're not firing me. I quit. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying like, maybe they're not lying. I just have this, this new found look on life. Maybe they're not lying. It's just, they're looking, they're looking looking for their lid. They want a serious relationship. Oh yeah. The the right, the pot finds the right lid. Yes. Right. Maybe he's just not that into you. No, for sure. For sure. But what I'm saying is like obvious no's are things Got that, it. you know what I mean? Like obvious, like, nope. <laughs> like, like he smokes pot like every day and he lives in his parents' basement. And right. 
I mean, everybody lives in their parents' basement now because of COVID, but so I can excuse that one for right, now. Right, that's but, true. But you the, live in your parents' basement. <laughs> first of all, it was an upstairs den, okay? <laughs> and it had a skylight, so there. <laughs> okay, okay. You, you were classy. You were keeping it classy. I keeping think. it classy. But yeah, I, I think I'm just saying like, I don't want anyone to interpret what I'm saying as a very extreme kind of stance. It's more like along the lines of just being a little bit more decisive with my time and my energy. And I think that, you know, with someone else that has the same mindset, I think that you will lend yourself to success much more than um, if you weren't. It's like going to a job fair where 90% of the jobs you're not interested in versus going to a job fair where you're interested in at least- percent of them like which okay okay would you rather go to this I understand you at least want to make sure you're right you're in the right industry yes yes okay exactly. you're not like if you're a nurse you're not going to be looking for jobs in food service exactly exactly okay that I'm that I can get behind okay 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 that I'm I'm aligned with okay perfect I'm so <laughs> glad that we could agree <laughs> yes okay I'm really glad yeah now Derica, I, I think yeah. I think we are on to our last topic which it is, is our pop culture culture erica you have to do the bing. bing i did the bing bing oh bing okay maybe it cut out um derica so much has been going on in pop culture my gosh um and so we much. have a duty to the listeners to report our take on it because i know all of you are so interested what we think about the pop culture okay um, so yes, bill and melinda are. gates yeah oh i was really i think everybody was really i don't know why everybody was really sad to hear about this done and so I can't, I, I can't pinpoint as to why we were sad about it but we just were like we weren't sad about the jeff bezos thing like i was annoyed at him for like having a mistress i think but right I was sad about Bill and Melinda Gates. I, so I was reading something on Facebook. There was some conspiracy theory floating around mm. that, that most of these billionaires are, their assets are based in their stock. Okay. And when you have that much stock and you're the owner of a public company, you can't just like sell your shares. Mm-hmm. Like there's a whole process of like, you, you can't liquidate that much of your stock at one time. There's like all these FCC regulations and things like that or SEC or whatever, uh-huh. whoever regulates that. And so I think that someone said that they think the economy is about to crash because oh. of all this money that's been inflated because of the stimulus. This is getting some deep conspiracy shit. Oh my goodness. And he, they know it's about to tank. So he's trying to get his money out. And the only way to get his money out is to liquidate his assets in a divorce. No, stop it. Okay, that's That's no. what I heard. Okay, no, that that's, a ter- that's terrible. I thought you were going to say about like his old girlfriend that she let like some. No, no. That, and it's it actually like I know the rules, uh, some of the rules of what you can cash out and what you can't because I work for a public company and there is so much regulation around it. <sighs> like so Mark you're saying their love was destroyed. Their love was destroyed by money? Not money. I don't know. No, maybe they're in love and maybe they just want to get their money out of the stock market mm. where it crashes. I don't know. No. That's one theory. Oh. Um, that's why someone also said that's why Jeff Bezos did it. Jeff I think Bezos, Jeff Bezos. No. I, yeah. I, I, I think there's different motivations behind there. Uh, I don't know. Um, it's sad because they had their like foundation. 
you know, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and maybe she should get ownership of that, you know, and he has other things to run. Maybe she should do that. She's going to do well, believe me. She's going to get herself, she's going to come to Miami, get all the plastic surgery she wants. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to look 25 again. And she's she's, not, she's like, pretty young. I mean, she's like only in her, what, early 50s or something? I thought like late. Yeah, she's, she seems, yeah. she looks a lot younger than She Bill. is a lot younger than him. I'm not like a yeah. lot, but she is younger than him. So yeah. Yeah. So she's going to have all this money. And she's going to fix herself up, find some young stud. There you go. Yeah, she's, no, but it is sad. Um, I was more sad about Aaron and J-Lo, to be honest with you. I loved them. I so, okay, so I mentioned this. Pretty devastated. Previous episodes <laughs> with our other co-host, Shelly. I just never trusted Mr. Rod. I just, <sighs> I just didn't trust I just, him. I, lo- I love how he supported her on Facebook and uh, okay, on so- he just like seems social so- media. Yeah, but see, that's know. The, the fantasy behind social media. I know. And I thought if they can't make it, who can make it? Oh, see, <laughs> like, they seem a, so perfect. He has a long history with dating. Like, do you remember his history? He dated um, Kate, what's her name? That's the daughter of Goldie Hawn, Kate Hudson. Oh, he did? Yeah. He dated oh, her. He dated like a whole bunch of other, I think they were all blondes. And so then, you know, like the controversy with him talking to this other reality star from Southern Charm. Um, kind of thing for the blondes. Maybe she, I should make Right. So I was it. like, mm, maybe he just was always into blondes. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so I'm like, honestly, like I'm sad for the kids. I'm sad, you know, for, for that. And I'm sad because JLo loves love and she probably puts 1000% into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was sad. But that's not the news. The news is a couple of things. First of all, Derica, tell us about the concert that she did. Okay. So JLo was a part of this like vaccine concert, Vax Live or something, which was to help get vaccines to people. I'm not quite sure how a bunch of singers performing does that, but whatever, I'll, I'll take it. And um, she had the most amazing shaitel. On. Now, Shaitel is wig in Yiddish. That girl has so much fake hair. She could, I don't know, like, I, I, I don't like, even know. What did it look like? She could open up her own wig shop. Oh, it my goodness. Fabulous. It was long. I just, I love her. You have to watch her performing okay. on YouTube. Okay. It, it was like the best wig. And I know it's a wig. How um, did you know it was a wig? You could just tell? Because you know her hair. She doesn't have that much hair. Right. Do you think and it was, it was extension? so long? No, no, that was that was a wig. That was a wig versus extension. Interesting. That was a that was a shaitel. She was wearing a shaitel. I think she gets her wigs from Yaffa. I heard. Stop. Yeah, which Yaffa has locations in. I should get paid. We should get paid for this. They have oh, locations yeah. in Manhattan, Brooklyn. Um, I think Miami, Surfside. Oh. And Israel. Yeah, free advertising for Yaffa's like a, I guess a very well known wig company that caters mostly to like Jewish women. But yeah. I guess I have a Yaffa. celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. It's very expensive wigs. That that wig was must have been like ten thousand dollars. Jeez, now I gotta watch this video. It was fabulous. It was so gorgeous. I don't know if the color, like I don't know if her stylist did the color. Mm-hmm. The color was just it was gorgeous. I was like, J-Lo, you should, if I, if I had that shaitel, I'd wear that shaitel every day. 
<laughs> I know. I mean, it sounds amazing. I know it's, it was gorgeous. So, oh my goodness. Shout out to JLo and her shaitel. <laughs> yeah. Her shaitel, AKA wig, but it's more fun to say shaitel because it's Yiddish. It's so much more fun to say shaitel. And then what else she was hanging out with? Oh, ben oh, oh, okay. So this is interesting. So this is the Benefer number one. <laughs> the the J Lo and Ben Affleck romance of 17 years ago apparently has potentially oh. resurfaced. First of all, I don't even know. Do you even know why they broke up to begin with? Like they literally broke, like he proposed to her with this gorgeous um like pink diamond ring or sapphire or something and literally like a couple days before the wedding they called it off I never knew why do you know why why I don't know I don't know I feel like it's something yeah. Ben did because J-Lo loves love you know yeah for J-Lo like how can you be that talented and that fabulous with that many shakles <laughs> <laughs> you can't find love well, she can find love, but it's not like long lasting love. See, that's the problem. I know. I don't know. I don't know why they broke up. I, but he married Jennifer Gardner, right? Yes, he did. And then had three. So he's a thing for Jennifer's, right? And then she married Mark Anthony, had two kids with him. And now, yes. and now they're, they're re, are they rekindling their romance? Well, they said that there was like sightings of them going on a vacation together for a week, like to go I don't know if it was in Colorado or Las Vegas or something like that it was somewhere somewhere in the middle of nowhere I think they went somewhere for a week together so cray all I have to say is cray I don't know cray. I don't know I don't know I, 17 years is a long time yeah you know and I think here's the thing like Ben Affleck he's very charming very sweet like seems really nice but in terms of relationship material he kind of seems like he has some hiccups along the way. <clears throat> you well, know? people would say that about George Clooney and look at him in a mall. That's true. But George, I mean, has, did George have substance abuse problems? Maybe he did. I don't know. I don't know. Does, does Ben Affleck have substance abuse problems? Yeah, he went to like, um, he went to rehab for alcoholism. Oh, well, that's okay. I mean, no, no, no it's recover. totally fine. But he's, he's, so that was like in the news a couple of years back was that, you would see pictures of him with Jen Garner, even though they weren't together, she was like helping take care of him. And he was like mm. extremely inebriated. And she was like literally taking him to rehab or something. And so you oh. see like pictures of her, like with this expression on her face and he's like passed out in the passenger seat, you know? And so it's just, yeah. So, um, I, I think know. I know why they divorced. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, so now then, and then he single. cheated on her and then he kind of cheated. Well, there was like a rumor that he cheated on her, but apparently maybe they were like separated, but he had a relationship with the nanny. Oh, okay. So he's a cheater. So maybe he cheated on J-Lo. Could be. Who cheats on J-Lo? I want to know uh, who the hell an, cheats on J-Lo. An idiot like, cheats on J-Lo. Why would you cheat on J-Lo? Like, I don't get it. She's Why? everything. Yeah. She's nice. She's beautiful. She's talented. I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. Backwards men? Like, <laughs> why? why? Well, there's is other she, guys. Is that, that bad in bed? I don't oh, understand. Like, <laughs> what is going on? The PG podcast, Erica. Um, Who cheats on JLo? I don't know. Crazy. You know what? People, 
you know what it is? It's like those criminals or people that get so cocky that they think they're not going to get caught. And they're in this place where like Tristan Thomas, you know, with like Chloe Kardashian, right. it's like, you get to this level of like, I could do anything. I'm with the top person and I can just, you know, I can just ride the wave. And then they make these bad decisions after bad decisions and they eventually get caught. So I think it's almost like this kind of this attitude of, um, indestructible like they're indestructible essentially you know I don't know interesting I I I, I see your point like like once you've been with like you're at the top of your game if you're yeah. with JLo you're at the top of your game you have everything and then you get an opportunity for something and you say why not take it I I I can do it you know because I'm at the top of my game you know got it whereas like Phil and I, we're not going to cheat on each other because where are we going to go? <laughs> That's such a happy marriage. I love it. <laughs> like, what? we can't do any better. Like, no, <laughs> I, I personally think not. You guys are amazing. Um, and I, amazing. You know, I've, I tried to get Phil and Erica to adopt me a few times and the paperwork never went through, but <laughs> I, still, I still have hope. Um, yeah. Um, the other no one would want us. Yeah. <laughs> The other pop culture update that we just wanted to mention, the very emotional ending of the Kardashians, keeping up with the Kardashians. I cried. Yeah. It was sad. And I was like so sad when they announced that they, and the episode was like really, really sad. Mm-hmm. I was like crying through it. I, I, I don't know why I like them. I don't know why. I like them too, because they're, they're, they're real. I mean, I know people say they're fake, but they're real. You know, like there's a lot, I know certain things are kind of scripted and it's like, oh, Scott, you and Courtney do this and go there and we're going to follow you. You know, like, I know there's probably a lot of stuff like that. Right, but right. When they have conversations and stuff, it seems yeah. very real. I actually like learned a lot from watching them, the way they deal with conflict, the way they deal with drama, the way they deal with situations. Really? Like, like, yeah. Like this whole, this whole last episode was like, you don't want to have regret. And they were saying, you can't, you can't move to your next chapter until you close this one. I liked, I do remember that. Who said that one? Was that the thing? I think that was, I think was, that that was Chris friend? Jenner or no, I think that was Chris Jenner. And I think it was like, Hmm. you know sometimes in life you know we're stuck yeah and they were talking about how comfortable it was like Mm -hmm. they really were so comfortable with the show and going to work every day like they this is what they've been doing for 14 years Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes with with you know with me work even I've been at the same company for almost 10 years and you know sometimes we're stuck and we try to move to the next chapter but we're scared because we don't, we're, we have our safety nets here. Yeah. Agreed. So sometimes the Kardashians are deep. <laughs> so deep. Such philosophers. Such philosophers. So yeah, we're sad. Oops, that was my ring. Um, so we're <laughs> Ooh, what is that? Symbolic? I don't know. Um, no, no, my ring just fell out. I was saying with my ring. Um, oh, the light stand, the ring. Yeah. So yeah. I even so- like a ring. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, I, I'm going to miss them. I'm savoring all the episodes that I can. Yeah, I think they're moving to like the the Wii network or something. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't think this is last of them. You know what I realized also more recently? There's no men's reality TV shows. It's all women who actually are being filmed. You notice that? Oh, um... 
like keeping of the Kardashians, right. all women. Right. Yeah. Real Housewives chain, yeah. all women. Right. Um, most of the most of it is women, unless it's a competition show. Right. Right. I and think- it's The Bachelor, and mm-hmm. it's all women competing. One guy. Right. Like the the stars, and and I think who watch reality TV are what women mostly like yeah yeah I think you're right I think we're more emotive and we um express ourselves so maybe that's why it's easier to film women in general for reality television versus yeah just a man like a heavily dominant male cast where it's like can you talk about your feelings (laughs) they're like no right right (laughs) and they're like dude I went on a date her ass was good like I don't know you know Oh, Jericho, we missed you on the podcast so much. I mean, I know, that, that's my impression of a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When a girl's like, oh my God, he wants two kids. I want two kids. Let's get married. <laughs> want to marry him. Yeah, you know, the difference, yeah. the difference is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So lots of pop culture stuff, lots of changes, breakups, you know, maybe makeups, you know. I mean, who would have thought that Bill and Melinda gate would break up and then j-lo and ben would come back together i don't think i would have ever guessed that one you know that's that's up in the air um, 2021 yeah oh it's crazy so we'll keep you guys posted um you know obviously on all of our platforms and you know derica i had mentioned this on a couple of episodes we moved recently to a a new platform a podcasting platform named anchor and we love it there and um Derica, I'm just really excited that we're on this new platform and we have made a whole $5 in advertising revenue. Isn't that exciting? That's amazing, guys. We can almost get extra spicy mayo. Yeah. Or um, maybe a, like, like a, a half a French fry, like, yeah, half like a, a small French coffee at Starbucks. I, can't, I could not get a latte. I don't think with the tax, no. I think it's going to be more than $5. But <laughs> no. Anyways, we just want to say... Um, Yes. So sometimes I was, and here's the thing, Derica, I was scared to change platforms. I wasn't happy in certain aspects and I wanted change. And then I made the leap and I had to close one door before I opened the other one. So See? there you go. Mm-hmm. Chris Jenner, baby. Yep. I know. It's amazing. Um, you, guys, <laughs> you guys make sure to follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter under Jewess the Blonde Edition. We are on all the major platforms find us on Spotify and iTunes and all those other great platforms for podcasts. Derica, I'm so glad we got to talk longer now because now we have paid for it. We're up moving up in the world that we have paid. I know this was like a long conversation. Yeah, because we because before we didn't pay, we had the free version of the of Oh, Zoom. okay. I wonder yeah. maybe this will help us earn like another five dollars. And maybe like you can get like a venti latte. Ooh, okay, okay. You guys, yeah, make sure you listen because we would like to be able to get a venti latte. Um, <laughs> Maybe two, that should be our goal. We could each, three, no, three for all of the, for Shelly. So yes. if, we, if you guys listen, we can all buy ourselves a venti latte and take a photo of us all drinking it. I would love that, Derica. There are dreams and I think that we can accomplish those dreams. I like it. Yeah, that's, that's our goal in life, guys. <laughs> and a few other set in, things. Set in the bar high. We sure are. Well, Derica, it's been amazing catching up with you all the way it down in the new country of Florida. And Thank you. I miss you so very much, but I'm loving that we can at least do the podcast to catch up and then inform the listeners about all of our life updates and most importantly about our takes of 
pop culture. And of course, relationships and other, and other tidbits like that. So I want to make sure you guys, of course, subscribe and listen, have your friends listen, rate, and make sure you follow us on all of our episodes. And with that, Derica, I think we're out. Bye. Jewess is out. Bye. We're just two girls living on the Upper West Side, taking everything in stride. We're the Jewesses, Jewesses, Blonde Edition, yeah.